Hello, 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 and welcome to Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. I am Gib Gerard, alongside none other than the illustrious writer of this song that you're listening to right now, John Tesh. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm turning your mic down a little bit because I had you in a, in a different thing here because you're so... Did you run this morning? Is that why your lungs are so... Uh, no, I vibrant? think I just... I think it's just it's just the power. I mean, don't back off. I just turned yeah, you down got it. a little bit. But, uh, yeah. What also, people may not know is that in addition to doing a good amount of writing on the show and a good amount of editing of, of the material and being the host of the show... John does the engineering for 90% of the stuff that we do. I think we all do that. We have to learn how to do for that, sure. right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, when we, we on the television side of things, you know, you and I are always rewiring that studio. and <laughs> That's because so, of me. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's try adding let's, this thing into the let's mix. Let's go to 9K. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? No, it's not. I think 5K is a thing. Hey, sure. hey, hey So today, uh, we're going to talk about... Um, how do-it-yourself projects with your partner can improve your relationship. This is You've seen this in your life, right, at home? I absolutely have. Yeah, okay. Uh, why parents are hiring coaches for their kids to learn uh, that Fortnite video game. Sign I didn't, of the apocalypse. I didn't even know what that thing was, but apparently people are not eating, they're not sh- showering, they're playing this game, and parents are realizing if they – uh, if they help their kids with a coach, they can actually kids can get into school with a scholarship, and so they can make some that. they can make some money winning tournaments. Yeah, this is uh, basically this stuff is going to be the stuff where you just win every trivia game. The stuff you're going to hear today, and you're going to be you're going to be the smartest person in the Starbucks line. Also, oh, how yeah, much, how, use this to flirt. This is flirt. Yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh, I think we just started a new podcast. <laughs> use this to flirt. That's exactly what my wife wants me to know be known for <laughs> on the podcast. You know, the, welcome back to the flirt podcast. podcast. Uh, then, uh, how much money do we spend online ordering while intoxicated? Well, oh. I think we is a little hard here. <laughs> it's like if you're in the room with Bill Gates, the average the average net worth is fifty million dollars. If I'm in the room with you, the average amount spent online is pretty high, regardless of how much I spend online. I've been good though. Have you noticed that the pack, there's not a lot of? I actually have noticed. I yeah, have noticed. Uh, really, because I realized I had a well. Somebody told me I had a problem. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll tell you why people are paying big money for vintage landline phones. Vintage. Landline phones. Yeah, yeah I, mean, we, I have not had one in my entire life, oh, in my gosh. entire adult yeah, life. Yeah. But first, we want to tell you that Gib and I are going to be out on the road uh, performing and come, some, some big concerts coming up. We'll be in Brighton, uh, Michigan. Great place. On September 15th at the Brighton Center for the Performing Arts. So this is a, a big concert. Tell your friends, tell your in family the members. Yes, in the mitten. Yeah, it's the, you look at the hand and... and uh, That's how people from, from Michigan... Take a gander to Michigander and they'll tell you where they live by holding their hand up and pointing where on the mitten they live. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll be in Brighton, uh, live in concert. And also on uh, October 10th, we're going to be uh, in Denver at the Soiled Dove. Uh, I'm not sure if I told you what the name of the place was. I was no, I, you I, wouldn't come. I saw it go by on the uh, tour emails, and I, uh, I was like, I am actually... Uh, that's T-shirt worthy. The Soiled Dove yeah, is okay, T-shirt well, worthy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a really cool jazz club. Everybody plays there. I'm not allowed to bring home T-shirts from the road for myself <laughs> or the kids, according to my wife, but I, uh, I'll, be wearing, I'll be getting one from the Soiled yeah. Dove. And then uh, Colorado Springs, the next, uh, the next night, will be at Springs Church. That makes uh, sense. Uh, that's on Oct- uh, October 11th. Uh, lots more dates in, no- in November and also next year. Just go to, uh, you can go to my website, tesh, uh, tesh.com or teshmusic.com. Teshmusic.com right is where all the stuff yeah. is. Uh, and then we're also going to be telling you uh, a bit later how your pet can be the pet of the week. And don't, forget, fun. Don't, don't forget to sign up for that Intelligence for Your Life newsletter on our, on our website. So let's talk about these do-it-yourself projects because Dr. Scott Halsman Gibb, uh, who we've had on, on the show many times, he wrote The Secrets of Happily Married Women, 
He says uh, most men find it easier to open up and talk about sensitive issues like their feelings when they're working beside somebody mm-hmm. instead of sitting face-to-face. I oh, can, true. I, yeah, I cannot be face-to-face with my wife. It's nope. Just, it's just, I get faced down. Nope. So direct eye contact, he says, this expert says, for men can be threatening, which makes them more likely to shut down. And he also says, do-it-yourself project, sorry. Also help couples patch up their differences. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to go a step further. We, uh, you know, this is, this is something we talk about a lot on the, on the show, on all of our shows, and that is when you're facing the same direction as somebody, it aligns you emotionally. It feels like you're headed in the same direction. Like you're, so if you're on a date, it's awesome to sit next to the other person. So this idea of working alongside somebody, if you're facing the same project, it aligns you mentally and it aligns you physically, and then your brain gets aligned mentally when you yeah, do it. Yeah, That's why right. you know going on walks, it's so much better than facing off. The other thing that they don't talk about is there is something primal, and maybe it's not everybody, but I my experience is when if I do stuff with my hands, if I'm working with my hands on stuff around the house, it does something to uh to my wife and her level of attractiveness to oh, me. Oh, here we go. That I that I cannot I cannot overstate. I have I do some cool stuff. I could I could stand up and make ten thousand people laugh at a concert. I I got I got nominated for an Emmy. My wife's supportive and great with it. But if I resand the deck, I mean the back rub that I get, uh, the amount of right? like uh, the amount of like warm affection is incalculable. It does not. It does not matter what else is going on. That is that is the number one thing for uh, getting the fire back in the relationship. So, in addition to all of the actual research being done, I cannot recommend highly enough the amount of visceral um, stimulation. I got you. Wow, you're really choosing your words, aren't I'm tr- you? I'm yeah, trying yeah, to parse yeah, carefully. Yeah, yeah. We're, on, we're on a podcast. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You can just go ahead and say what's on your mind. Yeah. Well, I for me, I see uh, my wife uh, Connie is uh, is the daughter of a of a um, contractor. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I, you know, we yeah, okay, I get out there and I'll do some stuff every now and then, but then she'll fix it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, well, that's, I mean? you know, I think I think we need to get you some of those Bob Vila Time Life books for uh, Oh yeah. for your next That's a good page. idea. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so anyway, so Dr. Scott Halsman says 70% of couples uh, that successfully finish a project together, they rate their marriage higher afterwards. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then from Dr. John Gray, he says you don't have to do big projects to reap the benefits. Just do something simple like planting a garden or spray painting patio furniture. <laughs> yes, or or if you've got kids my age, or not my age, but the same age as my children, making their their like assembling their Christmas presents oh, yeah. is one yeah. of those things. So uh, my girls got a big dollhouse one year from the other grandparents that came as a some assembly required kit and we sit up till two o'clock in the morning building that thing i mean it was that's it was awesome. unbelievable that's but it great. but it made us and it made us it made us feel a part of the of the gift uh set, setting up bikes that's sort yeah. of the traditional yeah. one it's putting the bike together from the kit like that that kind of stuff is is great and then and you lose the instruction ikea furniture because the instructions are not in english that's great yeah you can also if you want to do something that's a bonding experience for you and your partner is go to ikea and then try to find your way out together yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. uh it's like naked and afraid that show on the Discovery <laughs> show at the show yeah. cool so uh, we transition from uh from helping solving your enhancing your relationship to what parents are doing for their kids uh apparently in in uh, north america they're hiring uh, uh, counselors, uh, trainers, uh, for this game Fortnite. Now, mm-hmm. I so I just stumbled on this recently. I think it was the last person. 
but it's the most popular multiplayer video game on the planet. Yep. Uh, and they're hiring these coaches to help their kids play the game. They, they earn anywhere from ten to twenty dollars an hour. These coaches. One mom in this story that we found purchased four hours of lessons for her ten-year-old. Uh, she told this to the Wall Street Journal. "Quote: There's pressure not just to play Fortnite, but to be really good at it." Another parent said his son used to be terrible at Fortnite, but since he began lessons, this is crazy. Quote: He'll now throw down ten to twenty wins. End quote. Unbelievable. Uh, so, video game tutors. This is real. I mean, ten to twenty bucks an hour. That's what I was making as a lifeguard when I was <laughs> when I was in school. That's you know, I'm I'm, I'm up there keeping kids safe, saving lives, and uh, I'm making the same. You know, I was making the same as these these Fortnite guys. And look, I understand that. I understand that the that video games and the virtual world like is is the future. Look at the popular. Look at Ready Player One. It's sort of a weird. Uh, not too distant future where we are all only interacting online and barely interacting in person. So I, I get that that's where, where life is headed. I just feel like this is one of those, and maybe I'm curmudgeonly, this is one of those signs of the apocalypse that yeah, we're so yeah. into the online world that we're willing to boost our, because Fortnite, how long is Fortnite going to last? It's going to last a while, but then, then the next big thing, remember World of Warcraft? Remember Second Life? These are all massive online. But is it like reading a book where you, if you learned, if you learn to read, then you can read other books? I mean, meaning there'll be other video games that, that have the same type of challenges. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it is. I don't play Fortnite. It's I. I it's I'm not. I'm not that big of a gamer anymore. We life. don't do enough testing on you. You know. I mean, we have these ideas, and you. You're. I mean, you'd be perfect for you. Like you'd be like our Tim Ferriss character, or there's another guy that I've seen online that uh, he he like had a Navy SEAL train him for a year, and uh, and then he learned how to like jump out of an airplane in an hour. Uh, that so we could Will have we could, we could train <laughs> we could train you uh, on in a video Fortnite? game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how about the guy that's uh, there is a guy that won the the world memory uh, uh, competition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by by training for uh, a year with these uh, guys who memorize cards. Anyway, parents, um, they're they one of the reasons they're excited about training their kids is that they have now found out that you can get a video game scholarship, and this is real. So some esports college scholarships will pay. Half a student's tuition. And uh, check this out. The National Association of College Esports says there are now more than 100 institutions in America with scholarship programs uh, or that are building scholarship programs. And uh, so colleges are courting gamers with financial incentive to join their varsity teams. Uh, look, it's from a college's perspective, it's just like anything. If you have a great baseball player who's playing for a major league team and it says that they went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison, then the University of Wisconsin-Madison gets a bump, and I, and I get that. So with these e- professional esports, and if you haven't looked it up, it's a real thing. These guys yeah. are making yep. hundreds oh, yeah. of thousands oh, yeah. of dollars, some in the millions, to play video games professionally, and hundreds and thousands of kids are watching them play both online and in person in these big video game tournaments, and there's yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so, yes, if you are going to go to college and have that, have, you know, University of... Uh, of you know NYU video game scholarship athlete goes on and, and wins the big Fortnite tournament. It, that that's good for NYU's bottom line. I understand that. It just seems surreal, and I wonder if there was a point when when like Harvard giving out football scholarships made people go, "Oh, this is the sign of the apocalypse." Yeah, I don't. They don't give us uh, football scholarships, do they? Not anymore. Okay, but right, as a Division One team, they they can. Right. They give out yeah. quote unquote academic scholarships to good football players. Yeah, they're giving them cash. Um, now, uh, Fortnite. To your point, Gib, about the money. Fortnite creator Epic Games 
has pledged $100 million in tournament prizes. I mean, that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you get people to keep playing. And, and, and we've seen some of these uh, these tournaments in Vegas. They have these uh, yeah. tournaments in Vegas oh, all the time. Oh, they're a big deal. And if you're into it, you're into it. It's just like you, That's one of the interesting things that's happened with the internet, right? Is that we've become so fractured as a society that there are people who are completely devoted to these corners of the world that other people have no idea, literally no idea that it exists. Like if we, if we weren't talking to you about Fortnite, there's a bunch of you right now, I'm sure a bunch of you would know about Fortnite, but there's a bunch of you that wouldn't know about it, and it is one of the biggest pop culture phenomenons going right now. It's like, it's the same thing with these video game tournaments. There are people who line up for hours to get tickets to go watch these people play video games, who will stream them on, uh, on platforms like Twitch and watch people playing video games for hours or on YouTube. Uh, and, and for the rest of us, we go, I, I, I didn't even think that was a thing that you could do. So parents who have been criticized for, uh, for purchasing these, hiring these coaches for, for the video game players, they're, they're, they're saying, hey, listen, winning gives my kid bragging rights with their yeah. friends. Just like, and they use the example, just like kids used to brag about winning a Little League game and just like parents would pay for pitching lessons, video game parents are more than willing to pay so their kids can, can gain an edge. And if, so if you want to coach, and many people have done this, and you know, listen, if we're trying to learn software, Gib, like how to how to do uh, Final Cut or Logic yep. Pro or or anything, how to be a better speaker, we go to Lynda.com, right? Yeah. We and we pay money yeah. for that. So uh, you, you can go to a site like Bidvine.com, B-I-D-Vine, Bidvine.com. They've already hired out more than fourteen hundred Fortnite coaches. How about I that? mean, that's I, I yeah. get it, but it's it's it just it seems it seems insane. Yeah. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure like in the 1800s, people were like, a quarterback coach, what are you doing? Yeah. And now people have quarterbacks. <laughs> well, listen, if you're, if you're on the varsity Fortnite team at NYU, yeah. You, yeah, they're going to start have to start making much smaller varsity jackets. <laughs> <Yeah. these> <laughs> yeah. Here's your sweater. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of physical inactivity going on. They're going to have triple XL guys there. Oh, that way. I not because you. of the I biceps. I got you. Okay. So uh, we transitioned from the, uh, from the Fortnite effect to uh, something that, I don't know if you've had a problem with this. Raise raise your hand. Uh, we now know, according to the Arch Stone Recovery Center, it's a rehab facility. Now you know where I'm going. The average person today spends roughly four hundred fifty dollars every year shopping while intoxicated. That seems These, low. Yeah, I know. Well, it's low in my house. There, uh, it's because um, I don't think everybody's admitting to this, right? So they they research uh, researchers at Arch Stone Recovery found that. What people drink influences what they buy and how much. So listen oh, to that's this. That's incredible. Yeah, so listen. So gin and vodka drinkers, they tended to splurge the most. Oh. Whiskey and beer drinkers were the most frugal. Interesting. I you get some more whiskey. Wine drinkers fall somewhere in between. Drunk shoppers tend to buy fun or luxury items and are willing to pay more for them. There are more Friday night purchases of lingerie than on Monday night. Well, that's just a given. And listen to this. This is the biggie. Shoe purchases for, quote, party-ready heels are 165% higher on Friday nights. I, I mean, look, I also, I believe that that's as much... Is that for, getting ready for Saturday? Is that what that I, is? Well, or just you go, you, let's say you go out on a Friday night and you see a bunch of the heels oh, and you oh, see there how they go. look there and you go, go. oh, I want to get those. There we go. And then on Friday night, you know, you're not focused on the week, you're focused on your dating life on a Friday night and you're going, oh, little lingerie, little heels. Yeah, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah. And I think your inhibitions, like to your point, are a little bit lower. I like that the whiskey drinkers don't spend as much. I feel like the whiskey drinkers are spending so much on whiskey because you can spend a lot of money on that, whiskey. Yes, you can. That they already yeah, feel like yeah. I've spent enough on myself yeah, yeah. on a $250 bottle of whiskey. You can't get a $250 bottle of vodka unless you just get a big bottle of vodka. <laughs> 
a handle? Is that what they call that? <laughs> it's, yeah. And then some. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's more data for you to chew on, Gib. The online clothing store List, L-Y-S-T, found that they get 48% more orders at 2 a.m. on Friday nights than they do at 2 a.m. on Monday nights. Yep. Uh, Susan Krauss Whitborn is a psychology professor at the University of Massachusetts. We're involving everybody, every neurologist yep. on the planet. She says alcohol lowers inhibitions. Thank you, Susan. Thanks. So you're just coming in on this? Yeah. Susan? <laughs> welcome, welcome to the world. It typically, she says, makes people feel good, generous, and extravagant. Uh, she says, if you're having a problem with this, make sure you turn off one-click shopping on your go-to. Oh, it's yeah. so dangerous. Yeah. I, that, that doesn't stop me. Well, there's look, there's a reason. I'm a big sucker for the, you may also like. I, well, I What you need to do is delete your saved credit card number out of all that yeah, stuff. So you have to so get smart. your credit card that's out and so, do that's it. That's so smart. Yeah. There's a reason that uh, Jeff Bezos just became the world's richest man. Yeah. There's a reason for that. And that reason is that people, online shopping is hugely convenient. And, and, and there is something about it that just seems, it's all in the ether. You're not handing anybody cash and getting, it's, it's all just sort of fake. It just feels like you're clicking and then something real comes. You get the double dose of dopamine from ordering it and then from receiving it. Are you, are you having a problem with the macadamia nuts? I am. So we're keto and we eat a lot of macadamia nuts. And for some reason, the last month, macadamia nuts have made my stomach turn like nothing else. So I'm having, I am, I'm having a hard time with it right you now. You know, I, uh, uh, ketogenic is what Gibbs talking about, which is a, which is a, it's an amazing way for more ener- to have more energy in your life. It's a high fat diet and, and, and macadamia nuts are, are really the perfect, perfect food. food. I think, I it's think they, fat and fiber. I think they do go bad though. I, yeah. you know, I think they get, they get rancid. So yeah. I'm having, I'm having some gastric distress I as, heard as you, I talk. I heard it right in the middle of the <laughs> sentence. <laughs> All right. So, so my point being is that online shopping is super convenient. And when you're drunk, you're just not even thinking about it. And, and also Friday's payday. So that's probably also yeah, why people yeah. are, are shopping for clothes on Friday yeah. night. It makes it, it all, it all lines up. It all lines up. The bottom line is that I like this idea of like drunk me buying myself a present. Like, Oh, I got the full Magnum PI outfit. Like I, I got <laughs> dolphin shorts and a, and a, and a Hawaiian shirt just showed up at my doorstep three days later. Drunk me is looking out for, for Halloween. It's, it's sorry for the left turn here uh, or the, or the uh, whatever it is. Um, but I just saw a billboard that Magnum PI is coming back, but I don't think that uh, Magnum is, is in there. Our guy. Tom Selleck? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think I think he's kind of aged out. He, but he that. wanted to do the. He kept trying to get the show redone, and nobody would do it. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't make it a big movie, a big Magnum PI movie. Yeah, right? that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Hey, quick reminder uh, to sign up for our Intelligence for Your Life newsletter. Uh, what what it is is sort of a wrap up. What what Gib and I are doing right now uh, on the podcast. It's a wrap up of all the top intelligence that we have on the radio show every week. Comes right to your right to your uh, email address. That's the way these newsletters work. Uh, free of charge. We don't give it away or anything. It just if you just go to tesh.com, it'll pop right up there. And also, uh, if we, we would love for your pet to be pet of the week. These things are hysterical. Um, we're just people are sending in the goofy stuff that their that their pets do. It's our and version you, of Letterman's old stupid pet tricks. Yeah, like it's absolutely that. Think that, yeah. So go to teshvideos.com. You can do it on your phone, whatever, and upload your, your pet video, and you may be a winner as a, the pet of the week. Uh, and what was I going to do? There was something about the – oh, yeah, I wanted to te- – I just ordered something. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't been drinking, but I just ordered something based on the, the pet of the week of, of this week. It's this thing. It's, it's, it like uses mini tennis balls. You saw it on the video. Mm-hmm. And the dog, it shoots a tennis ball out, right? Yep. And then the dog goes and chases it, brings the ball back, puts it back in the unit, and then, uh, and then it shoots it out again. Look, this is for the world's laziest pet owners. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Too lazy to play fetch with your dog? Get this thing and play fetch with your dog. Yeah, I'm trying to see if the, uh, 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 my order came through from Amazon. I can't remember what it's called, but if you just put a tennis ball shooter I will in there. put a link to it in the show notes. You oh, guys yeah. can get... You can, you oh, can get yeah. the tennis ball. Oh, don't forget to put Bidvine up there too if people want to get gotcha. their kids' coaches yep. for uh, for Fortnite. Um, and then also uh, check out uh, where Gib and I will be on stage live in concert. Just go to testmusic.com. Now, I, this is something, I guess this is a sign of the times, right? I mean, we still have a landline phone here in the house and in the, in the studio, but apparently they're vintage now. Uh, a lot of people are keeping them, these landline phones, mm-hmm. because they're sick of the cell phones, you know, bad service in certain areas. Uh, and and uh, they, they don't want to be constantly bombarded by text messages and alerts. So millennials are really going back and grabbing vinyl, right? Yep. Uh, it's, well, they're now getting nostalgic for home phones. So listen, according to a government survey, 44% of households still have uh, landline phones in many areas. Uh, Consumer Reports found that modern cordless uh, landline phones have the better sound quality. Of course, we know oh, this. Absolutely. Now, it's created a, an industry, this whole this search for these real phones, these real landlines. Um, so uh, one business, oldphoneworks.com, oldphoneworks.com. It brings in nearly $40,000 a month refurbishing and selling vintage phones. I believe it. Uh, and now if you, if, you, if you find one of those uh, rotary dial phones in your attic, you can sell that for 250 bucks. Yeah. The princess phone, we had those on our wall, right? Uh, $180. $180. That's unbelievable. Uh, and and I, I don't watch Stranger Things, but apparently there are all kinds of wall phones and stuff on There's Stranger a, Things. I mean, the whole thing is very 80s nostalgic. Okay, so, so that's what's done, done yeah. this, yeah. Uh, I also think, look, cell phones are great, and, and, and the big plus side, here's the thing that kids these days, not to get on my, on my old guy soapbox here, here's the thing that kids <laughs> these days don't have to deal with. Almost everybody has a cell phone, so there's one number for one person. When I was younger, you would maybe the girl in your class you had a crush on had a phone in her room. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you had to call the line and talk oh, to the yeah. person's dad or yeah, mom yeah. before you got the girl on the phone. You'd be like, hey, is, uh, is Monica there? Uh, you know, and then you'd have to talk to the mom, and then finally you get, you get the girl on the phone, and then, and then you got to – it's a whole, whole big to-do that, that, that kids these days don't have to deal with with their, with their cell phones. So as a dad – I feel like I should get a landline. Oh yeah, just so that and, and only let the guys have that number, so they got a call. So I got to talk to them. That's such a great idea. I'll, I'll I'll find you uh, one one of these uh, phones. Well, it doesn't even have to be one of these two hundred fifty dollar fake rotary phones. I'll just they get like yeah. I'll yeah. go to like Urban Outfitters and get a hamburger phone or something. Yeah, <laughs> this is perfect. So if you want to sell your phone, uh, you can go to oldphoneshop.com. That's oldphoneshop.com. Now, when I was the a, old phone shopping, <laughs> exactly. But the, but how, how about there? What did I say? Forty thousand dollars a month. Why aren't we in that business? I think I, mean, I, I think I mean, it's a pain. <laughs> I don't know how to fix a phone to you. No, you hire a guy. You got to get a guy. Then, you he, a guy. then he's you got a guy. It's like I don't want to refurbish Mustangs either. But if I wanted to do that, I'd hire a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, when I was a kid, they, my parents used to drop me off in North Carolina, and I was you know I was born in 1952. So there was there were still party lines uh, back oh, there yeah. in rural North Carolina. So what would happen is you'd be uh, you know your farm would be connected to like six other people. And uh, in in series, right? For those of you who are electricians, and uh, then if it rang on the fourth, if it rang four times, then it was for your farm. If it rang seven times, then it was for another farm. But you could, if you wanted to, if it rang even one time, you could pick it up and listen into the party conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that was that was an old thing. It, it, I think it played into a couple of episodes of the Andy Griffith Show and Mayberry RFD, right. where you where the party line was would get information out there that they didn't want to get out there. That's it's the 
it's the gossip of the of you know what this was this is you know when people put the shade on facebook when they post something that's kind of ambiguous but negative like i can't believe friends like these who needs enemies? yeah sure they put yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah, out yeah, there yeah, yeah. and they don't passive say, aggressive shade right they, they put the passive aggressive thing out there or they or they they get in an argument in the comments and then the person replies right in the comment section like i can't believe you put this on facebook and like, <laughs> well then nobody would know if you hadn't said anything <laughs> tina and it's like you know and jeff's like and it's like jeff how dare you like that's I get. I love seeing that stuff. That is what the party line yes, was. You're right. That is the modern version of you're the party right. line is you're people right. having right. fights on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really good, Gib. All right. So uh, there is a um, speaking of uh, trending. Uh, old phones are trending now. The other thing that's trending. I know you're really excited about this because you got. You must have a couple of these, and I could see you and your son uh, in 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 matching speedos. I'm 100 so, percent sure. So the speedo is coming back. Um, now they're still worn, you know, in, in places like, uh, Brazil Europe. and Europe. Yeah. Uh, and by the world's most elite swimmers too, of uh-huh. course, but if you're going to swim for 19 hours a day, you're going to look great in that thing. Yeah. But, but, uh, a recent poll is telling us that 90 and ladies, please check in here on our Facebook page. 99% of women polled said they wouldn't want to be caught dead with their significant other. If he was wearing a speedo at the pool or on the beach. Now you would do this just to embarrass your whole family. I know you would. Uh, what do you mean? Would. I have done this. There are pictures. So full disclosure, I swam and played water polo in right, high school and right. college. So you got plenty of them. And I have, yeah, I, you amass a collection because you, you tear through them and yada, yada, yada. So I have them and I used to wear them under my board shorts because I didn't feel comfortable without wearing them uh, when I was younger. And, and sometimes just to embarrass uh, the girl I was dating and, uh, or, or the girl that became my wife, I would, I would just walk around in the Speedo. And 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 that and, and act like I was like a European guy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it it drives them nuts. Plus, plus, you have a good measure of hair on your body. So you, I do. I'm an suit individual. You're in the Yanni camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Mediterranean descent, so I have a I have a woolly chest, and so it look. I definitely look like I'm. Uh, come on, get come come hang out. Come to my villa. You come to my villa. It is a good party. Come see my show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, women uh, in this poll, a thousand women, ninety nine percent of them said they would not be caught dead. With These are North partner. American women, I guess. Right, right. So, Speedo got all angry, right? And Speedo uh, released a, a, a news flash saying, "Quote: I'm going to read you their their. Uh, I feel like I'm on the Today Show now. Yeah. Uh, Speedos were originally designed in the 1960s to reduce drag, while providing support and freedom of movement for competitive swimmers. It's true." The Speedo brief has become an iconic silhouette that transcends both the sports and fashion world, end quote. Thank you, Speedo. I mean, it's, it, look, it's true. I, I, there would always be, I, like I said, I played water polo. There would always be people that joined the team. We did not cut people on our water polo team. Every, anybody could come and play. Um, they just had to commit to the team, and they would, everybody started on JV, no matter how old they were. So uh, that was, and we had this huge army of people that would, on the water polo team, my high school water polo team was good. Everybody would show up on the first day in trunks. Everybody that was new to the team, which mm-hmm. was the first in trunks, yeah. they would literally go through one practice in trunks because if you've ever swam competitively or played water polo, that the difference in drag between a pair of shorts and a speedo right. is so significant sure. you will never be able to. You, you, it feels like you're drowning after 30 minutes of swimming all your if you're not wearing yeah. if you're not wearing a speedo. It, it is unbelievable the difference that it makes. Well, the, the interesting thing about speedo is that you can, unless you're in great shape or you're just really skinny, it, it just you just don't you know you don't look. Look great. There's nowhere to hide. I got to tell you, you know what's really been bad for me, speaking of this, is this whole uh, untucked shirt thing that started becoming popular. Uh-huh. I don't know how many years ago. But there, there are some guys who have been mostly pastor friends of mine who just believe it's disrespectful to have your shirt out. 
and they tuck their shirt in. I'm going to start tucking because what's happened is I can wear these untucked shirts, right? Yeah. And so I have like you know seven or eight candy bars or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like I get a little little uh, little pouch, pooch, uh-huh. whatever thing, is. and then and nobody can really see it. Right. But if I were to wear a speedo or tuck in my shirt with a belt on, yeah, I think it would be a great weight loss strategy. What do you think? T- tight clothes are a great weight loss strategy. They they make you aware of where you of where you're expanding. That's if you wear. A size too small, you will you will watch what you eat. If you wear a size larger, it's almost like a goldfish. You want to fill out the shirt that you're in. So don't buy that double XL. I'm I'm with stupid T-shirt or the you know uh, don't hassle me. I'm local. Get the get the one that's a size down, and 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 you'll you'll, you'll be more likely. You know what I I, I almost bought because uh, we were doing a story on the radio show about about uh, spanks and and spanks are really there's now double spanks, um, which I think is probably have make your head steel ex- girders a head explode. But now they're now making they've been making I think flying spanks, buttresses spanks spanks for men. Yes, they have this thing for men where it's it's a pair of like spanks and there's like um there's like round bulbous things for your butt. They they make your butt protrude because you know you get to a certain age and your and your butt's just gone right yeah and I thought and we I, all sit too much I, I yeah right I thought I might order this and see if if Connie noticed but uh, I then I just didn't want that in my order history because I, I know what's going to happen next uh, you I'm, may also like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all kinds of of shapewear with different support areas right, right. Uh, I I bet you uh, I bet you she doesn't notice if you get I'm willing to bet all right. But we'll look, try that. guys are look, guys are are significantly luckier than girls in in this one area where if we work out we can get we can improve our body to a place that is more more desirable. There there are certain male body types that, that are what's the word I'm looking for that are that the that whether it's media conditioning or what have you uh, that are more desirable that are is a direct correlation between gym time and that body type. That's not true necessarily for yeah, every woman. Yeah, you know, women yeah. women have a whole slew of body type issues that have nothing to do with how much time they spend in the gym, and and that's a big advantage that guys have. So we don't necessarily need the shapewear as much as as our female counterparts. Yeah, you got to do what uh, Uncle Vinny does. Just work the biceps. Just work the just work the biceps and chest. And so you walk around, you're kind of top heavy and always kind of leaning weirdly. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Yeah, that, your, that's, your back is completely flat. That's a tendency that a lot of guys have to do, and obviously that's that's bad for business. It's like a Hollywood facade, right? The so reason why swimmers' bodies look so good, by the way, is not because of their arms. Swimmers' bodies look so good because their backs are so strong. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, it yeah. gives them the V. Yeah, especially. Um, uh, uh, Michael Phelps. Well, breaststroke. I was gonna say breaststrokers and and um, but, butterfly. Oh yeah, yeah, butterfly. Hey, speaking of working out, and I started doing this. Um, this piece came by on the uh, on the radio show, uh, and I, you know, we've had a couple of uh, of, uh, of visualization pieces, and I thought, ah, it's sort of junk science. But now there's more science from the European Journal of Sports Science that says, if you want more defined muscles, even bigger muscles. They say you can use visualization to get more cut and even get bigger. It's a thing called attentional focus. So here's how it works. It's what you think about when you're executing a movement or activity. And there are two kinds, internal and external. So you want internal. So in a study, one group of men used internal focus. They were told to focus intently on their muscles as they did bicep curls. So thinking about uh, uh, just I mean, just concentrating on that muscle and nothing else 100%. while you're li- while you're lifting and while you're also uh, what is it called when you like this uh, deep, um, extending? Oh, it's it's there's 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 an upwards and a downwards thing. I'll think of it in a minute. There there's, there's a a term for it. Anyway, so the other group used external focus, 
they were told to focus on just lifting the weight up, right? So that not on the muscle, but just get the weight up. Yep. After two months, Gabe, the men who focused internally on their muscles, actually uh, imagining their muscles growing as they did the exercise, they grew their biceps, wait for this, twice as much as the other group. Now, the, 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 uh, the scientific term I was looking for as, as your muscle goes down is eccentric. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so the experts say it's more evidence that our nervous system has the ability to target a muscle just by focusing on it. And the bodybuilders call it the mind-muscle that is That is definitely one theory. And we could say the subconscious mind has this way of, of, of when you focus your brain on something, it'll, it'll, it'll orient your body to whatever you're focusing on. I believe that. The other possibility, and bear with me here, is that we're all in the matrix. And when your brain starts to tell you that your biceps are getting bigger, the matrix responds and gives you bigger biceps. That's another, that's another very real possibility that uh, I know Elon Musk is a big fan of. Um, but yeah, no, this, this, is, this is just another example that we've talked about a ton of times about the power of your subconscious to influence not only your mental reality, but your physical reality, where the more you think about that one muscle, and of course, if you're thinking about, uh, if you're thinking about putting tension on that one muscle, if you're thinking about that one muscle growing, you are only going to use that muscle to bring the weight up. And maybe even if you use less weight, you're not going to be just trying to get the whole weight up with your whole body and, and cheating with your legs or what have you. It's just going to be about that one muscle. And of course, that's going to grow more. It makes, a lot, it makes perfect sense. There's a guy I've been following on YouTube. I actually, uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's about, he writes books about, about habits and uh, becoming a different person and things like that. I'm just murdering these titles, but I'll, I'll, I'll get them in just a minute. And we can post them too. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. You heard about? Oh him? yeah, 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 yeah. You told me about it. Yeah. So he um, did he, he invent he, Pez? The Pez Dispenza. <laughs> Cadenza. The the, the solo. Uh, anyway, he he talks a lot about uh, about visualization. You know, and and uh, as a Christian guy, you know, you have to be careful about this stuff because he talks about you know, he's he's a, he's a deep deep scientist, and he talks about. Um, about the uh, you know the quantum field right and how you can actually manifest things um, and manifest your muscles being bigger. And he also he has all these tests he talks about 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 how they take two groups of people right. These are real tests. One group uh, they of non piano players they teach them how to play scales right and they play scales for two hours a day for for two weeks and the the other ones they teach them how to play play the scales but then they're not allowed to touch a piano again and they have to play them in their mind mm-hmm. right. And at the end of it, they both have the same abilities on the piano, uh, because it's the brain same, is a powerful it's, it's tool. A, it's the same part, yeah. It's yeah. the same part of the brain. The only reason I brought up uh, uh, my faith and your faith is that you know a lot of these scientists they separate the things like the quantum field from from the Holy Spirit and from God. And right. I I just you know my belief, of course, is that uh, it, they are one and the same. Uh, and sure. Just the the big guy started it all. Um, but in any case, uh, it's or why why would why would the quantum field exist with like, necessarily without God? Like if 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 you if you want to justify the two, if you want to make merge the two, why why do, why why does understanding the way that our universe works right. make God any less? Right. Yeah, it's just that uh, a lot of these guys they pick sides, and I just didn't think it was uh, necessary. But yeah. but he, he you can Google him or just just go to YouTube. Dr. Joe Dispenza, D I S P E N Z A, and of course the reason I'm really interested in him is that. He, uh, by uh, visual, visualizing and meditating, right, he was able to heal a very severe uh, spinal injury. And you, you know a lot of the stuff that I, I study, uh, and we both have the same tattoo right now, Mark 1123, mm-hmm. right? 
is all about uh, about about speaking into existence what uh, you you will have what you say basically right it's, uh, and it's 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 also in uh, in in proverbs so this whole visualization thing uh, I I think is 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 real and uh, especially in the mind muscle connection this is the person who started this Gib. Uh, was Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, was, big time! You, have you ever the seen the movie one. Pumping Iron? Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, it's it, you see this play out constantly in, in Pumping Iron, and say whatever you want about Arnold Schwarzenegger, the mistakes that he's made in his life or, or whatever. But he moved to a foreign country, became world famous for bodybuilding, then decided, despite the fact that he has a giant gap between his teeth and he has a hard time speaking the language. To become one of the biggest box office movie stars of all time. Yeah. And then he marries a Kennedy. And then he becomes governor of, of one of the sure. most prosperous yeah. states in the yeah, entire yeah, union. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the guy, the, you want to talk about mental focus. You can't do that. Are you going to go to Austria right now? How many lifetimes would it take you to go to Austria? Become, Wait, he's from Austria. Right. I'm saying reverse it. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm going to go to Austria. I'm going to learn German. <laughs> well, I'm going to become down, a bodybuilder. Downhill there. skiing, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to become the world's greatest downhill skier. Right. I'm then going to marry into the you know Ottoman family, the, <laughs> and, or the Habsburgs, okay. you know, and then and then from there I'm going to uh, I'm going to rule. That, that's not going to happen. I don't. Right. Yeah. Uh, you gave me 18 years. I, I mean, 18 lifetimes. There's no way that I'm doing any of that stuff. So you got to give the guy We're some credit for yeah, some yeah, serious yeah. mental focus. You, you get credit, Arnold. And I was actually, I, I, I remembered because uh, Connie had a migraine the other day, and she says, "Oh man, it feels like I've got a tumor." And I said, "It's not, not the, a tumor. It's not the tumor." And she said, "What is that from?" And I said, "It's the best line and the only line, really, in kindergarten." Cop. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is talking about how the kids screaming and in, in, he's teaching kindergarten are giving him a headache. And maybe one, it's a tumor. Like it says, maybe it's, it's not a, a tumor. tumor. He says, it's not a tumor. We are going to play a game. It's called, who is your daddy and what does he do? Then he went on bad to, Arnold, the, then in Predator, which is also coming back as a movie, he, came, he was famous for saying, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, now, Arnold would love this. Um, we got a couple more stories we want to go through here. Arnold would love this trend. It goes way beyond paleo or the keto diets that Gib and Connie and I are on. It's uh, called uh, carnivory. And I, I actually met somebody that was on this diet. People eat nothing but meat, no carbs, no vegetables, no fruit, no grains, no beans, just meat. Uh, proponents say the diet is based on the idea that cavemen only ate meat. So people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they like uh, grass-fed beef uh, with the high concentrations of omega-3 fatty acids. They eat it grilled or, or uh, broiled with a little salt. And some carnivores uh, even include a small amount of high-fat dairy like uh, butter or whipping cream. Uh, they, they claim it's a huge weight loss success, but Dr. Jennifer Haith is the cardiologist at New York Presbyterian Columbia. What do you think she says? <laughs> it's, uh, just eating meat's not good for your heart? I'm That's shocked. It. There you go. That's the quote right there. She also says, and here's a surprise too, all meat diet could be harmful to your kidneys. Yep. Kidneys filter waste, but when too much protein is in the body, they can't function properly. Look, that's a thing that people that are serious about the paleo and the ketogenic diet have to always be checking is is wh whether or not you're getting protein in your urine. That's, that's a really important part of it, whether your body is still functioning properly. I am all about eating in a way that is scientifically beneficial to your body. I get that. I think our processed food industry has made food uh, – not only le less nutritious, but also literally poisonous to our bodies in a lot of the in a lot of the ways that we eat processed food. I totally agree with that, and I support some of the underlying ideas behind the paleo diet. And then, of course, this carnivory being an extension beyond extension of that. But how long do you think cavemen were living? I mean, 
we're living to be in our 70s now. Cavemen were living to be in their 30s. 18. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they would, they would live long enough to procreate, and then they would die. Heart disease wasn't a problem for them because they didn't live long enough to get heart disease. When a right. saber-toothed tiger rips your head off, you know, your, your coronary artery is no longer a big deal. <laughs> a but if you're going to live to be 60 and still work into your 70s, you got to worry about your coronary artery. We're in a different time now. Yeah, you know? there, there's another problem with this, and you and I did a piece on this uh, weeks ago on the radio show. There is such a thing known as meat sweats. Oh, yeah, and your whole body stinks with that enzyme that comes out of you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's intense. Yeah, I think you did, this would be meat sweats, meat breath, meat, meat hearing. Everything. Oh, and now there's, there's that tick that's going around. You know what I'm talking about? There's no. this tick that carries, a, that carries a virus that literally makes you allergic to meat. Ooh. So uh, if you were a carnivory... If you were a carnivory, whatever that is, yeah, then you would, then you would have, uh, and you got that bit by that tick, you, your whole life would be over. It would make you so sick. Oh gosh! Yes. I bet, look, carnivory. look, everybody with the extreme diets, the ketogenic diet's great. We advocate it on this show and, and on our other shows, but you really need to know what you're doing, and you need to be. What happened? <laughs> ketogenic diet's attacking my stomach. Oh, you need to be making sure that you're testing your blood regularly and you're seeing your doctor regularly because there are side effects, including protein in your urine. That will happen if you only eat meat 100% of the time. You need some fiber. I was just checking the microphone, but it wasn't the microphone. No, it was, it was, your, it was, it was your ketogenic diet. Uh, hey, we have one more story we want to get to, and um, I do want to talk about this uh, wedding trend, but we can do that next time. Uh, it's something happening that's crazy in China. People are, are, are they're being called love testers, and they, they're hired to do their best to try and seduce somebody's partner in order to check out how faithful they really are. It's like a... A rom-com. It was, yeah. didn't, wasn't uh, David Schwimmer in a movie just like this? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that in a moment. But first, we want to remind you that Gibb and I are going to be out on the road on our uh, live concert dates. We'll be in Brighton, Michigan uh, very soon, September 15th at the Brighton Center for the Performing Arts. And then in Denver at a place called uh, the Soiled Dove, which is a jazz club. I'm getting a T-shirt. Just come, be- come take a picture with me in the T-shirt. There's got to be, a, there's gotta be a, a story behind the name, I'm sure. We'll, we'll write it up and send it out. All right. Colorado Springs, the next next night at Springs Church, October 11th, and many more dates we've added a, all, all the way into next year. And you can get the uh, VIP tickets also online at teshmusic.com, teshmusic.com. You can reach us uh, at, uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash John Tesh. And so let's talk about this thing in China where, um, so there, of course, China is known for really odd online stuff. Like uh, you can rent fake girlfriends and boyfriends to trick your family into thinking you're in a relationship. Yep, people, yep, are, yep. people are doing that. According to the um, Chinese newspaper Global Times, a simple online search for, quote, boyfriend loyalty test gives you dozens of results. Companies are now charging anywhere from 3 bucks to $190 for their services. It's a big range. Yep. So once you order a love tester, right, the client provides personal details about their partner, like their name, their job, cell phone number, social media accounts, hobbies, and interests. And then this tester befriends the, quote, target on social media and uses all kinds of tricks to see if they remain faithful to the client. Unbelievable. A lot of women use these uh, to uh, testing services uh, before, you know, before a wedding, for example. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, the testing services are used by women more than men. <laughs> testing on women is more expensive, say the experts, because as the newspaper says, quote, Trapping women is just harder than men. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, you, you, you got to use different bait. Uh, I, I look this. What is, is I'll ask you about the bait later. Go ahead. Well, I just I feel like how do you how do you get the job of being one of the people, one of the baiters? 
one of the people that tries to get them to to, to join the dark side. Well, somebody needs a job, and then they become an expert yeah. on doing this. I, right? I, I mean, I, I look. I think this would this. There are whole shows. You can go on YouTube and watch, you know, uh, social experiments like this taking place in North America and Europe. But I think in China, with the with the um, the the one child policy for so many years, and what their popular and the and the lack of social mobility in a lot of the different classes there, that this idea of finding your partner is both a political move and a personal move. So it's always it's extra important that it right. not reflect poorly on you. And being a uh, being a shame culture, that's adds another element to it. There's a the shame is not handled particularly well mm-hmm. by a lot of East Asian societies, so that's that would that would add that would add to the importance of this and why this business has gotten a real foothold. But I would just like it would be like being, does being it a give, private. Doesn't give you the chills? Just to think it about. absolutely does. It'd be like being a private investigator. Where the end, I mean, I understand why in all of the uh, all of the James Cagney movies and and the the guy would always have whiskey in his drawer. Because at a certain point, <laughs> it's just depressing, and like you, you gotta you gotta numb the feelings. Because I can't imagine. How many times watching somebody, you know, watching a relationship disappear before your eyes because of, of stuff that you dug up, how, just how horrible you would feel by the end of the week. Well, and a private investigator is uh, really just the beginning. You're just a, a voyeur, basically. Just right. you know, you're not setting somebody up for I, failure. Entrapment. Exactly. I wonder. I wonder how many people are going to claim entrapment and get to keep the engagement ring or or the, or the, get them to sign a prenup. Yeah. Oh, I was entrapped into this. <laughs> This has been fun. I've enjoyed going through all these uh, these topics. Uh, I, I do think we need to test some of this stuff on you, like put you on the put you on the meat diet. I'm not um, going to do that. Sounds. I just feel like my my system would reject okay, the all right, idea. All right. Well, then how about we just train? I like fiber. How about if we train you to be a Fortnite expert? And you I'll play do, I'll learn how to play Fortnite. Okay. I'm, I'm a fan of that. That that right. works. Okay. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, we appreciate having somebody to talk to while we're talking. Uh, if you if you enjoy the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. I like the app Overcast. Just my personal preference. Uh, we genuinely, if you if you could rate, it would make, make a big difference. If you don't like the show, I can't believe you listened this long. Uh, just ignore this. If you want to get in touch with us, we are online everywhere. The most important place is facebook.com slash John Tesh, where you can find out everything that we're doing, including our concerts, which is more specifically at teshmusic.com. Or if you want your pet to be on our stupid pet tricks thing, you can go to teshvideos.com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at Gib Gerard on all the platforms or Facebook.com slash Gib Gerard. And John is at John Tesh on Twitter. And you're at John Tesh underscore IFYL on Instagram. Is that correct? Right, yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's all the places you can get a hold of us. I'll put a link to all of that in the show notes. And we really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you.